theme song. Catastrothon. 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 Hello and welcome to the catastrophe section. My name is Aaron and with me as always is Cameron. And also today we have special guest Glenn. Glenn. That is you. That is me. Today we're doing... Uh, because we're, I'm a crazy madman and like whipping each other into a frenzy of terribleness, and we're gonna hate each other by the end of it. We're doing Madman Furry Road. Yeah, that's what we're Madman Angry Road. Yep. <laughs> madman. God damn you, traffic! What the fuck is going on? God, this fucking tanker's in front. I can't get past. He won't let me pass. Why are you all albinos and talking about this spray really paint? Weird. <laughs> anyway, what are you Vikings? The speed limit is 65. You're going at least 50. I need you to go, go faster. faster. <laughs> I work nine to five. All those spikes are adding drag onto your car. Why would anybody do it? It lowers your gas mileage. Oh, no. Turn down the damn music Here playing your guitar with the flamethrower. Turn down for what? <laughs> turn down for what I can't hear. Anyway. What am I turning it down for? Ah. Heather, tell me what I'm turning it down for. Marty, you're doing it for the children. <laughs> oh, I'm turning it down for the children. What children? <laughs> yep. So we're doing the <laughs> Catastrothon because Cameron's going back to Fuckville or wherever the fuck he's Yep, going. you know Fuckville. That yeah, you know, the great state of Fuckville. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's technically a province. The province of Fucksylvania. So <laughs> we're, it's uh, where Fuckula's from. Yeah, Count, <laughs> count Fuckula. <laughs> oh, I want to perform this intercourse upon you. He's actually just a big fan of analingus. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> not disturbing at all. Why do you think he talks like I need to exercise my tongue. So, we're banking, uh, we're doing three episodes in one day. We're banking like J.P. Morgan. I get it, because they're a bank. That's a joke. So... <laughs> <laughs> so this is the first uh, in the Catastrothon. These are going to re be released in order. And today, and by today, I mean right now, we just finished watching The Haughty and the Naughty, uh, which is a Paris Hilton movie where she's uh, all hot, and then she has an ugly friend. Who's not. Who's a not E. <laughs> the title makes but no fucking sense. But not the good time like you want. Yeah, she's not naughty. Ooh. Naughty. Naughty. <laughs> yeah, no, and just not. <laughs> With a T. And that, is this an episode of The Porner? Mm, would you like to see some breasticles? Why, yes, here in the porter, Ooh. we have an American guest. Say hello, filthy American. Pig dog. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yes. Uh, yeah. Today, what are we discussing for some genitalia? Oh, Oh, yeah. in what medium, pray tell? The pornography. Oh, one. yeah. Which pornography? We talk about pornography all the time. Oh. Which one? Oh, yeah. Pictures. Pictographs. Pictographs. Pictures of a sexual publication. Mm -hmm. We're looking at left thigh 
biracially. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes. A new publication. Uh, only the left thigh. Oh, oh my. One yeah. of the most titillating parts of any body. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, we should give him a moment. We'll be right back after Ooh. these messages. Uh, yeah. The Porner is a co-production of National Public Radio. And me, because I don't have any more money. I need to, I've got to raise funds. And now back to the catastrophe section. Thank you, intern. Uh, you can stop doing that. That's we say we're back. You don't need to keep making the... You know what? Never mind. All right. The hottie and the naughty. Yeah. So this is all like Paris. Some angular face, Tom Green looking motherfucker. Yeah. Gets like dumped by his girlfriend who is a terrible person because she does things and she's like, I loved you. But then she's like fucking his car up and breaking his guitar. Well, no, she's a terrible shitty from person. What I got, hit, she hitting him with that guitar she, was the best part of the movie. She breaks his guitar on his, his face, face. Yeah. And which was pretty great. Like, what is that? Is it just made out of like drywall or something? It, it just, just crumbles. Yeah. And they put it together later. Like, just yeah, oh, it looks it looks like a regular acoustic guitar with, with just, just some tape duct on tape. It. Just on it and it's that thing fine. broke into like a thousand yeah, pieces. Yeah, it was fucking It would shattered. not be able to no, be like, no, no. oh look, I got this back together with some Taylor guitar again. Yeah, oh boy, pieces. It would just punch a hole. That in was guitarded. <laughs> joke. That was the Thanks. joke alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Goes off every time we make a joke, which is which is surprisingly little. Yeah, in the show. I know. I guess we're just not funny enough, guys. No, Sorry. No. So, she, so his her name was Jane. And she the was naughty. like the most woefully underwritten, shitty, weird. And she hits she, him with a she car. She just played the archetype of I'm a crazy I'm a, woman. I'm hysterical. I'm a woman, so I'm crazy. That's her character. And the, weirdly enough, this movie was written by a woman. You wouldn't think that this was really. Yeah. Oh what? wow. This that's terrible. This, oh, you'd think that this Christ. would be written by a frat guy who's like, bros, gather around. Let me tell you the story. <laughs> bros. You always gotta like. They've got the hot girlfriend and the not hot girlfriend. And they got. And you gotta find someone to date the hot one so that you can date the not one or whatever, man. You gotta find what you watch the other the naughty is satisfied. You can go for the hottie. Once, once someone else goes for the naughty, you can get naughty with the hottie. hottie. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. High five. <laughs> Woo! I'm gonna drink 40 gallons of PBR and vomit on your couch! It's your couch, actually, but whatever, man. I want everyone, all the listeners, to appreciate Cameron and Aaron's dedication to the show. He actually put his mic up to hear the high five instead of just (laughs) clapping in front of the mic, which would have given the same sound effect. (laughs) No, that would have sounded like some sort of a milkshake, I think. Oh, cook it up, good old milkshake. Yep, that, that's cook Uncle Jerry of Uncle Jerry's Burger Shack. Oh. A proud sponsor of uh, the catastrophe. I gotta, do, I gotta do dish. What's your new dish, I'm Jerry? making salads. Really? No way. Tell yeah. us about these salads. Well, Macaroni salads? It's, just, it's a salad with the lettuces and the... No. And, and the fruit vegetables and the fruits. So do you actually have anybody come into your... Oh, uh, I had Jerry come in today. But you're Jerry. Do, is there another Jerry? Uh, yeah, there's like four. 
So you only serve people named Jerry. It's not on purpose. It doesn't say only Jerry's allowed. Like <laughs> like segregation times is just that sounds like segregation times. I mean that's it doesn't say. I mean anybody can come it, in. Is if you want to come Jerry's in. Jerry's Jerry Seinfeld. Why? why yeah, is, he comes in. He's like, what's with all the things? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, well, don't do that. And I'm like, I'm going to keep doing it. What do you think about your store attracts specifically and exclusively Jerry's to, to uh, the shop? It prob- probably because it has a big sign saying, hey, Jerry's, get over here. That's how you market your store? No, is- I just, I just, it was, it was a reminder for me of where I worked. So, oh, oh that's right. Remember, previously yeah. we had his, uh, a power of attorney. One one time, here. I walked in the, to uh, to a Wendy's and it just started cooking. And they're like, "What what was that?" And I'm like, "It's food." Wait, they had like, the same ingredients as your regular place? Well, no, I just kind of started making things, and they're like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm cooking." And they're like, "That's not food." And I'm like, "Yeah, this is, you guys learned to learn to learn to restaurant." What were you cooking that wasn't food? <laughs> salads. That's where I learned how to make salads. Yeah, but salad is food. They I, they said I that's learned not how <laughs> I learned how to make salads when I went to. Wendy's on accident, but to work. You know, I think that might be the most triumphant story of overcoming adversity we've ever had on this show. <laughs> Do you guys want to hear what it sounds like? Yes. Please tell us about the salad. <laughs> and is that before or after you mix in the fruit and the vegetables? That's after. That's the done product. Is the gurgling. So this is it in a resting state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not tossing this salad. You're just. I mean, later. <laughs> Wait. So it's not done. You toss it after. Oh no! I just like it's. I compulsively toss salad. Why? <laughs> I. Uh, Why don't you just prep the salad and then sell it? Because that's what your place does. Why no, you just- I walk around and I'm like, "Would you like to have your salad tossed again to make it refreshing?" And they're like, "Sure." It doesn't. It doesn't. Other Jer- also Jerry. <laughs> Yes, because that's how everyone addresses someone with their name, too. They just say, also, person with my name. Yeah, I'm like, hello, also, Jerry. And they're like, hello, also, Jerry. And then we're like, we are two Jerry's. And then that we say that in unison and, and high then, five. And then Jerry Seinfeld just says, I'm showing up for Jerry duty later. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, joke. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, intern Bob. <laughs> no, that. That's the other intern's job. You know, I'm business is booming. All right. Well, we've we've got to close this out oh, and get okay. back to the show, Jerry. Well, uh, one last plug. Okay. Where can we find your uh, your restaurant? Well, the sign says Jerry's. Come over here. Yes, but where in like a city? I don't a know. That's why I needed the sign. <laughs> How many <laughs> signs are there that say Jerry's get on in here? Probably just my, I don't know. Probably How are you mine. paying for all of this if only people named Jerry come to your restaurant? I don't know. I got mystery benefactors. Wait, when you're not at work, do you ask passerby if they want their salads tossed when you're not serving it? I mean, it doesn't go well, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I also ask, hey. You guys know where the, the Jerry's come over here sign is? And they're like, yeah, it's over there. And I'm like, why? You want to come with me? I'm a Jerry. And they're like, I don't think I can go in there. I think it's for Jerry's only. I'm like, nah, nonsense. And they're like, I'm pretty sure. And they're like, no, this for, is for geriatrics, not for you. Yeah, 80-year-olds. <laughs> my name's Jerry. <laughs> can you tell me where my restaurant is? Anyway, I'm going to go make... Uh, are you going to go hang out with Tom and Jerry and Ben uh, and Jerry? I'm going to go try and make uh, new concoctions. Concoctions for what? I don't know, food. All right. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna, I found this, this thing. It's a food. 
That is a bucket of sand. It's not. It's cat litter. Oh, even better. I'm Wait, is what... it used cat litter or? Well, no, I'm not a monster. <laughs> so it's fresh cat litter. Fresh, fresh mm. out the bag. Delicious. All right, to close delicious. it out, what does it, it sound I like? U- okay, I, I use the cat litter. Let's, I don't use it for food. I use it to, to clean my grill. Okay. Uh, what, is it, what does it sound like when you're cleaning the grill with the cat litter? <laughs> Sounds like a good, healthy grill cleaning sound. Anyway, that's Jerry of Uncle Jerry's Burger Shack. Located- come on down. It says, hey, come here, all the Jerry's, and all the Jerry's get over here. That's and the sign. We, now we return to the catastrophe section. Yeah. I think about 20% of this show is the catastrophe <laughs> section. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it depends on the episode. so we forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode we start in a flashback where the naughty like the really unattractive one is Uh the little kid like the little uh guy that grows up to be the romantic lead he looks like a mole his eyes are very far apart and slanted and that sweater in the middle down at the on the outside yeah very strange looking child and i'm i feel bad that somebody's son but man is he ugly but man he should not be in movies yeah Yeah. he should not have been born (laughs) yeah kill him oh jeez yeah let's yeah do we have the technology to look at kids when they're eight and you're just like ah kill it Just yeah, that's what I do. And be like, this is what your child would look like. Oh, my. <laughs> brown holer. It's brown holer, but. Nope, brown holer. All right. Brown hatter. <laughs> like a butthole. Joke. We get it. So, so things happen oh, in so the movie. Christabel. Yeah, is that, Christabel. Is that just named that way so that she sounds like Crystal Ball? I don't to know. To fill with the fate theme that they're going with? What? I don't what I bet that maybe I think that fate thing was like totally not. I think all of Paris Hilton's lines where she's talking about like attempts fate to talk, yeah, and fate and like mystic crap weren't in the movie until Paris Hilton was on. Yeah, and she was like, "No, I want to talk about this thing because it's super special and important to me." <laughs> she can't fucking. Talk. Yeah, no, she can't talk. She has a problem talking in this movie, obviously, because she, she can't talk. Like she's gonna. The only person who seems to actually be so acting is June. June. Yeah, I feel so bad for June because she doesn't get fucked like I do. So okay, I so Jane breaks up with him. She has written "loser" on. Yeah, she's spray painted "loser" on the. Is star. his name Ned? Is that his name? I mean, he looks like a Ned. No, it's Nate. Nate. No, he looks more like a Ned. Yeah. Um. So she Ned has. Stark? Come on, Ned. Ned. No. He made that name. Bad. Well, hopefully, yes. gleefully, that guy died. He knew when he was supposed to die. This yeah. guy, we only wish was dead yeah. and met the same fate. Then the Lannisters would be the good guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Even though it's morally guy, ambiguous sure. as that show is. Game of Thrones. I haven't watched. Well, you should. Well, anyway, yeah. so. Uh, he decides to be like, I'm never going to be happy because Jane had been acting out because she's like, you have no idea what it's like to love someone for so long and never and and never know that they'll love you back. Yeah. And so he's like, certainly what about seem, Chris? The way she treated him certainly didn't seem like. Yeah. She, she well, fucking I think, ran him over with the car. She did. She and actually ran sh- him yeah. over. And then there's a shot where his like she opens the door and he's like leaning from under the car and she's like, "You're shitty, blah blah blah, you suck." And it was just like, "That's why I ran you over and tried to kill you." 
And then she closes the door and proceeds to drive, even though she knows this that guy he's is under, under her, her car. fucking car. Yeah, she's supposed to be um, like uh, doing human? these out of love so that she gets noticed, but it never comes across that she's doing. No, it, it. sounds like she's just a shit human. Do you remember the the movie like uh, ever, all the other humans? Fair in this movie. game. Yeah, where uh, I, f- I think it's Selma Hayek who plays like uh, Stephen Baldwin's girlfriend, and she comes to the station and breaks up with him and dumps all of his stuff in the in the street, and then runs it over with her car. I don't remember that. Do you movie. remember? Oh. It was it was the one with uh, uh, the explosion in the hotel room and the dummy flies out. It's with uh, it's the don't you remember that one? It was how did this get made? Did it? Oh, who was the main guy? Stephen Baldwin. I don't know who that is. Not Alec Baldwin. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember. Glossing over that. Oh, okay. Reference. Uh, joke. So he. I don't know where he gets all this money, but he decides to move out to Los Angeles and find on a whim on a whim. Well, because he grew up in California, which Mm -hmm. was a detail that was lost in the magnificent voiceover at the beginning. No, he's just, just, he's just, yeah, we later learned that he like moved out of town early in like elementary school. I guess was that what? Because because she yeah, was who like, who remembers people in first grade? I do. Well, that, really? Wasn't there a high school Eisenhower. yearbook. <laughs> I don't remember anybody. <laughs> also, why was there a yearbook for? for or, or, oh no, creepy I, guy had the yearbooks. Yeah, yeah. Arno. Arno. Yeah, yeah. Arno. That that's his name. That he used to put pencils up his nose, Aaron. Oh, that's was his that character. Who that was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's like, you know, if you were his only friend, then that makes you Nate Cooper. Yep. Uh, Nate Pooper like a butt because there's a scene where he's asking Arno for advice where and he's on, he's the, on the pooper taking a poop and you hear and then he poops and a splash and he's like oh I pooped and then he hangs up I like those movies where you get to actually see the verisimilitude of someone taking a dump it, it's only a good movie if someone shits in it <laughs> that's no, my you hear it and you hear it. That's my bar of if a movie Godfather terrible. Nobody's shitting. <laughs> Godfather Part Two, same thing. No poops. Don't care. Pride and Prejudice. There, there was a toilet in Godfather, but no one shat so, on it. So no. There was just like a gun taped. Oh, so Game of Thrones is good because the uh, oh, yeah, the characters you, gets killed while on the toilet, uh, shitting himself. All yeah, right, because he gets shot in the gut while on the toilet. Th- this is why I think that Hard to Be a God is the best movie because oh, there's there shit the everywhere. most poop. Wait, yeah. that's your measure? Nine stars for the yep. poo to actor ratio. Yep, the pactor ratio. <laughs> How much shit's in it? How many actors? It's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's enough. I think we need I to, don't know. It, we need more pooping scenes. <laughs> poop per actor? There <laughs> were so many the actors fourth wall. In, in that PPI? movie. Yeah. Or PP, PPA? There were so many actors in Hard to Be a God. So I think yep. poop per actor was probably about the same as this movie. This guy, this, oh, wow. <laughs> this guy, this guy wrote, uh, uh, where the red fern grows, throw him into the shit pile. <laughs> <laughs> just make, make sure he's got poo on him. That movie's just smear poop test. Smear it on him. Like schmear. You gotta watch it again. Bagels. Better translation. Yep. Bagels. Bagels. Do things. Hollywood. I'm saying caricatures. What? <laughs> <laughs> Banking, Semitism, Israel, ah, Natalie Portman, ah, Kevin Pollack, other notable Jewish actors, oppressing Palestinians. Ah. <laughs> and now back to the catastrophe. Scene. Okay, so Arno, so Arno 
Uh, he has all the yearbooks. We are not really given an introduction. We no, just see just Cooper like going him. into his house and he says, oh, everything looks exactly the same. So Arno is like still living at home what? with his mom. What is going on? Yeah, that becomes evident yeah. as time goes on. But they don't... Yeah. Uh, and it looks like a grandmother's house. Like, yeah. just porcelain my actual grandmother's and, house does look a lot like that yeah we're, we're all like like one room is like it's all like red and like yellowish yeah and that's kind of like that, that 70s room. show yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah but not on purpose and as a part of a no thing. like you don't know what things do yeah dalton and his mom is not you know, really given a whole lot of character other nope. than she rides a bike in the background and she cooks some stuff for them. And she's like, oh, son. And that's it. And is accomplice to their torture, stalking, hypno- hy- yeah, oh, stalking yeah. hypnosis, torturing of people. One guy. Yeah, One the guy. psychological has torture nipple in this clamps. Did they put like electro nipple, cl- like car battery hookup things onto a dude's nipples? Yeah, and it's not even cool, like crank high voltage where he does it. No, that movie. Juice me. Juice me, just juice me. <laughs> I fucking love just that. Crank me out. Oh, you shot a lot of Jay, you fucking stay in. You shot a lot of gotta fucking get him. You fucking gotta punch him in your fucking dick and take out his fucking intestines. And that's an excerpt from our interview earlier this year with Jason Statham plugging his new movie, Spy, starring him and Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. It was a good interview. And here's the end of it. It was a really good time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he has the yearbook, but he also posits the plot framing of this movie where yeah. he's like, yeah, you remember? Cause we saw June and June is the naughty who is the uglier, terrifying, oh, yeah, every hot girl ha- is directly pr- proportional to the not Pro- hotness. No, a girl's hotness is directly proportional to the hotness of her best friend is yeah. the premise the, the of the hotness, movie, yeah. which is you know not, what? it would, it would have been better if it showed like other female best friends and they're like they're the same or like, you know what i mean yeah these two best friends are the same and, and they're both here's average. beyonce and He's rosie o'donnell best friends best friends like yeah if they showed others and it's just like in this in the universe of the movie this is true yeah but it doesn't show it it's supposedly i mean just it, this one couple of friends it's just those two apparently yeah. Yeah, and that's why I thought it was written by a guy because it's so written as like one of those this, men are like this, women are like that. We're yeah. not all human beings on this planet. Yeah, and nobody in this movie reacts like a human being would. Like nope. when they see June, they're just like they saw like a car crash they start and like right then and there. Yeah, it's like I gotta punch my dick, <laughs> and they yell about. That's their reaction. Or th- I love when they're on the boat, like. Like looking back at how obvious and stupid it was, the skipper who's like supposed to drive their boat oh, out for yeah. their date. He's like, "Oh, hey guys, I." And then there's just boom, and then he's like, "Oh, oh. you've got to find another skipper." And he just turns the other way. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Because he tries to hit on Christabel, and June's like, "Fuck you." And then I, I'd go and I'd go into more detail, but fuck it. Oh no, that's the guy at the bar. The skipper was the one who's supposed no, to. The drive skipper the was the guy. Yeah. The bar. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah that was the oh, thing. Oh, I he didn't sees get her that. Again. I thought that it was because he. It was just a random guy who's like, "Oh, she's so ugly that I just run the other way." Oh no, no, no! It no, was skipper yeah. was. That would have been way more random. <laughs> well, then it would have probably been like one of those horror close-ups of June's face without the horse sound effect. You <laughs> mean <laughs> where they, where they we, look at the yearbook and it's just like, look. <laughs> <laughs> Who's oh. that June? But when he when he's when they're back well, in the, the house, cue, think so. 
when yeah. they're at the, in the house at the beginning, uh, he and he's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna, you know, get with." Uh, I'm gonna steal Christabel. from the world. He's like, "Okay, mom, bring out the file," and he has this huge file index. Disturb, creepy. Yeah, yeah. That's that is Christabel most... in her every move. No, 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 or no the hottie in her every this move. This movie like advocates stalking. It's, it's pro stalking. It totally is. Like everybody in Los Angeles knows Christabel's like uh, her schedule. Like a bunch yep. of people just like wait by her running route. She'd just be like, she's, yeah, I'll take a different route. <laughs> yeah, and, and she's like, uh, what's what's the word? Friendly towards her stalkers. Yeah. yeah. Remember Randy, 40 feet. Yeah. Like, oh, and, oh, he's harmless. And the people who are attracted to her and creepily show up, it's like a stratification of every race and ethnicity. You see like a Latino guy. There's like a black guy there's and an albino, albino, a guy in a tuxedo for some reason. With they a sign that says marry benches. me. Yeah. And the, the albino has a shirt that says Christabel. <laughs> and then when Cooper gets to the running route, he sits on the bench with them and he's like, so are you guys waiting too? <laughs> Yeah, uh, but then he's, he just runs up to her and sniffs her hair, and it's not uh, disturbing at all. Like she doesn't find it like, oh, it's so normal that everybody just follows me everywhere. She's just, just like taking different is, routes. She doesn't feel psychological dread or seem to know like no. know any sort of self defense or be concerned that ah, they hang my ass like. The They're file, not going to murder me in the night or anything. The hottie and her every move. He's Steal like, wow, this skin. is big stuff. You should see the website. <laughs> it shows her vagina. No, I think it's just like they have like an itinerary. Yeah, it's got everything a schedule. That she does. Yeah, it's a schedule. Which is Tuesdays at four. She goes to the ice cream parlor on Fourth Street. And they have a picture of every time she's ever gone to that ice cream parlor. Yeah, because the ice cream guys like In many Aww, videos. Look at her work that cone. <laughs> it's like a penis if you imagine your penis is cold and an ice cream. And this is an episode <laughs> of All About Dongs with Doctor Dong. Welcome to All About dongs with me, Dr. Dong. Have you ever imagined your dong to be an ice cream comb when you're comb? <laughs> an ice cream comb when you go to, when you go to the ice My cream shop? My hair's getting pretty melty, yeah, eh, Dr. Dong? It sure is. Uh, when you go down to the ice cream shop and you're like, Man, that woman sure is sexually attractive. And you're like, my my penis could be that ice cream if it was cold and delicious. Unfortunately, my penis is, my dong is not as such. And now we go to our advice section of the show where we have people call in and ask questions pertaining to their dongs. Caller number one, you're on. Bring, bring. Yes, you're on all you about You dogs. don't have to make ringing sound. Oh. Uh, well, so I got this question. I think my penis actually is ice cream. What mm. should I do about that? I mean, how delicious is it? Um, it's like butternut uh, squash flavored ice cream. So Wait, not- you've tasted it? Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Is it like melting or? Uh, no, not melting, which is concerning. Huh. <laughs> you should probably see a doctor or just be like, hey, ladies, want to lick my, my ice cream? Into non-existence? Hey, hey, you get a good time out uh, of it. Uh, no, uh, he just shoots more uh, ice and yeah. cream. You could get soft served. Ha! Because, <laughs> because he jizzes on him. Yeah, with I also ice have an erection problem. Oh. 
As in, so that was actually very insensitive and hurtful. As in, it's always up or always down. <laughs> always down. Uh, oh. Everyone's a critic <laughs> of my, of dongs. I'm a yeah. dong. This dong, ten out of ten. That dong, two out of ten. On next week's episode, we rate dongs on a scale of one to dongtastic. That one sure is dongtastic. And now we have one final caller before we close out this program. Caller number two, you're on. So, um, I was filleting my best friend the other day, and he seemed to have a small mm. wart. Do you think this we should go to the doctor? Nah. It wasn't on his dong. It was actually on his upper shoulder. Oh. You were filleting his upper shoulder? No, I was filleting his dong. His dong? <laughs> yes. You were on his dong? Yes, all over. How would you rate his dong? Up, down, uh, and around a dong. How would you rate his dong on a scale of one to ten what's being dong tested? Yeah, what's his dongitude? Mm, a seven. All right. Well, Thank you for calling into all about dongs. Dr. Dong, close it out for us. The dongs are great. <laughs> <laughs> all about dongs with Dr. Dong is brought to you is a co-production of National Public Radio. It's me if I could get my body. And now back to the catastrophe section. <laughs> Hot so <laughs> it he uh-huh. so she finds out that he's Nate Cooper in those moments where she tries to talk and be a human being. Yeah, attempts. Um, solid attempt at human happening. I wouldn't say solid attempt. No, nope, not an attempt. Not solid. Not even much of an attempt. <laughs> I'm an actress. That, uh, okay, first off, what does <laughs> Nate Cooper do for a living? We don't see him he, go to a job. He coops. He spends a lot of money to get like spa things to sell the lie that he's a personal trainer. No, he, he does that so he could stealth make over June. Yes, but he where he does, does he get the money, money to buy on. that? Yeah, it seems like maybe he was supposed to be a musician because he wrote songs, but um That wasn't a song. That was a I, that yes. was a war crime. That was an atrocity. <laughs> That was a Chechen genocide. <laughs> wow. Uh, not equal at all. <laughs> Get it? We're called the catastrophe section, not the comparative catastrophe section. <laughs> this catastrophe was worse than that one. On a scale of one to dongtastic, it was a one. <laughs> that tornado was dongtastic, but not as dongtastic as the hurricane. <laughs> Which is like a tornado, but fatter and with water. Yeah, it's like a fat, the water. So hurricane. they go to a yoga. He sits in on a yoga class, and by sitting, I mean he looks at Paris Hilton's like genitalia because he's he's standing behind June and her, and it's like wow. Oh yeah, when we get get our first look at June. So June, as soon as she comes up, it's clearly like not a very ugly actress, and I hate when they do that. But yeah. like. Uh, they just they put fake hair on her legs. They make her teeth all big and nasty and they gross. They paint on zits on like her back and yep. her face. Uh, that and she has a big wart on her, her chin. Her hair is thinning. Like she is so. Oh yeah, balding. she's very balding. Bald. It's uh, and she wears like frumpy clothes. Yeah, yeah. To yoga. Yeah. I mean, nobody really like ah social <laughs> heightened well, social. No, but mood. like it's supposed to. I don't know. I don't yoga. Yeah. I'd probably still wear like pe- jeans to yoga. I'd be like, I, I think eh, some people wear frumpy clothes, like sweats to yoga. Yeah, probably. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yoga. I don't what yoga are you, either. a Paris Hilton dressing up and looking good everywhere? Yes. Oh, you mean well- dressing up and looking like Paris Hilton? 
Yeah, that's I wouldn't me. say good. That's me. I look like I'm a Paris Hilton lookalike. And there are so many shots. Couldn't you tell? We have All to of a sudden, we have like five thousand listeners. This movie is like. <laughs> This movie is like a one to two million dollar Victoria's Secret commercial, really but is. selling Paris Hilton. Half as the shots are just like, "Here's Paris Hilton. Look how hot she, she's super bonertastic." Like half the shots are just really slow, and they're like weird, awkward, and, and she's creepy. just like kind of standing there, and like she's posing. standing there doing like nothing, she's, like she's in a in a photo shoot. Just well, these were like contingent upon her poses. being in the movie, I bet, because the shot is stage where it pans up from the bottom of the screen uh-huh. and you. You see like oh yeah there's the feet if you're quentin tarantino you're she's like yeah got, she's got all the parts and then <laughs> she's it's like, not missing it's any just, it's just oh anatomically correct female there we go like hey, look at that she's got a kneecap let <laughs> me mm. mm. and the back of one. Oh boy love me that back knee yep the back of the knee, <laughs> not and so back acne, different things. Back before acne. the boat, before the boat scene that we talked about, Cristobal, uh, Cristobal, yeah, haha, balls, joke. Thank you. Yeah, Cristobal is like she's like I won't date anyone. I'm not dating anybody until Jim because I used to date just off. all the dudes in high school, and that's I when never he goes. Knew the word, oh, no. I shouldn't have left town. So that's how you know he left town. Jokes. Yeah. So from the left town, I for whatever reason, she decided she's not going to date anyone until June, June gets the special. bones. So like, he's like, that's very admirable. And so he goes to Arno and he like, oh yeah, we need to find a guy to go out with June so that you can be with, you know, Cristobal and all that. And you can Cristobal her. Yeah, with your dong. On a scale of one to dong-tastic, I bet that's a very dong-tastic idea. That's dong-tacular. Dong-tacular. <laughs> dong-tacular. The modern vernacular. Don't knock. Just ding dong-tacular. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, buddy. Rolling it much like a big, big shot. Chevy tuned up considerably like a NASCAR pit stop. Fresh paint job. I don't know. Are the rims big? No, they're average. Oh, all right. Mm. You've got to spend reasonably. Fresh paint job. Fresh paint job. <laughs> Clean on the inside. Clean on the outside. Ice cream. Ice, uh, 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 ice, uh, ice cream, cream paint, paint job. And that has been a poetry <laughs> duet by the uh, Dong Brothers. <laughs> the Dong Brothers, otherwise known as the... Dong twins. Dong-tastic. We can't just use the word dong to describe everything. <laughs> that sandwich was dong-rific. Dong-rific? Speaking of sandwich, I was trying to eat a sandwich while watching this movie, and I couldn't do it. I was made physically ill, and the sandwich was made it's, unappetizing. I was made emotionally by ill. <laughs> Psychologically ill by this movie. Yeah, I was... My existential dread was about like a negative seven, and this brought it up to like a positive 11. Yeah, just like a throughout 40. The, like, I just didn't know how to watch this movie. I, I, I didn't know I, what I, was happening. I kind happening. of enjoyed it. <laughs> but it's like body horror in a way where it's like, well, not because show, I, that's not the reason I enjoyed it. The reason I, I enjoyed this movie was because it's like 
Look how unattractive she is. Oh man. Yeah, they don't Now look at how high she is. Oh man. It's just it's ridiculous. They're the like, movie is absurd. When we use this sledgehammer to drive home the point, I don't think the the audience will get it. Let's use exactly. a jackhammer exactly. or a, or an atomic bomb. Why don't you? Yeah, it's you? like do you a wrecking get the ball. point that she's hot and she is not here? Let's have a shit herself for something. Because she's not hot. Oh, she also has that toenail thing, which is really gross. Yeah. Yep. And so on a not date picnic, he says that he has found someone for June to date named Cole Slauson. Slauson because there's coleslaw. Get the joke because he didn't have a name before. I hate coleslaw. Who actually eats that shit? People know. in the South. My mom loves it. Yep. Is it like a social code? Like, I'll have a sweet tea. Are you going to have some coleslaw? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> coleslaw and sweet tea. <laughs> yep. Jayden Stadium. Playing loves a you. southern gentleman. Jayden Stadium loves you keeping on. I'm a fight for the south. <laughs> Jason Statham in a civil Jay war. Jayden Statham as, uh, as generally. As Alabama good old boy. <laughs> Stonewall Jackson. My name is Stonewall Jackson. And I'm gonna stonewall. I'm gonna hold Louisiana. (laughs) (laughs) Which is where I'm from from my accent, you can tell. Can't you tell? (laughs) He just does it in his English accent. Can't you tell I'm from the South? I'm a good old boy, I is. Oh yeah, we gotta hold them against them dirty British. They talk all weird like (laughs) Wait, the British in the Civil War? (laughs) Yeah. Where were they? Well, Stonewall Jackson didn't even fight in the Civil War, so you know. Your joke. Didn't he? No. Who, which war was he? The British one. The revolutionary? Uh, uh, yeah. I thought Stonewall Jackson was Civil War. It was that or 1812, I don't know. Let me look it up. Don't think it was 1812. I doubt it. Bravo. Anyway, it's catastrophe. He was the one that was killed by like a volley of his own men. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, Confederate general in the American Civil War. There we go. Okay. Also, play, also oh, yeah, a striking resemblance to... I was thinking of Andrew, Andrew Jackson. Jason Statham? You were thinking of Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I was thinking of Andy Kaufman, the comedian. <laughs> I'm gonna wrestle people. Do you get the joke? Do you get the joke? Because I'm a weirdo. He was funny. Very odd, but very funny. I know, I loved it. Uh, okay, so he... So to market, uh, Arno's like, you don't have that kind of blood money to do that. You can't hire a dude to to, to, to love. You don't have enough money. You know, you have a bunch of vague amounts of capital that you can throw around. So he puts up, I think it's like a college campus or a community center where he puts up a notice that says medical experimentation, $500 a week. You must have all of these ailments. Yeah. Or whatever. Or something like that. So. It's like a pretense, and he is looking through a pair of binoculars at the people at the people walking by the sign. He doesn't just wait to get a phone call. And it only takes like a minute. Some frumpy, like schlubby guys just like, oh hey, medical experimentation. I could use the money. And as he's going to a payphone to presumably call him, he stops him and he's like, Wow, what are you about? And he's like, Oh, I'm the guy behind the ad. I are you will it involves going on dates with a woman who isn't necessarily, uh, what's the word? Pretty. 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 None of my girlfriends have been pretty. Perfect. The dude's like, this woman isn't you in a dress. Uh, yeah. Does this woman have a vagina? Oh, I hated that. Like, that matters. <laughs> well, I mean, it matters to me. <laughs> I mean, like, 
that's like oh, that's fucking stupid. Is that you in a dress? <laughs> Misogyny is funny. It's not stupid joke. So we never learn his name when they go on the date. He's like, "All right, you're Cole Slauson." And he's like, "But my name isn't." And then he hits him. He's like, "Oh, I'm yeah." Cole so we never Slauson. actually learn that guy's name. He is Cole Slauson. Yeah, throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so then ensues just and just like forty minutes of this girl is ugly jokes. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Cole Slauson gets very drunk on like he drinks like a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. Yep, and he, like I know that he's not like he does not look like his the actor that's playing him does not look like he's consuming alcohol. It's like if you drink that much, it's going to bite. All. Like yeah, you cannot drink that much without going like ah. Yeah, yeah. Like that is that is straight Jack Daniels. You don't just go ah, just like Sody Pap. Like Sody Pap smear. Even Ew. you know what Sody Pop would uh, <laughs> would it burn? It, he just drinks it like he's drinking water. Yeah, he's like oh, and he's like you're a hero. You're a you're a really brave warrior. Yeah, yeah. And then like he sees her toenails and it's like. Bwah. And then the skipper guy who we mentioned runs off after he sees them on the boat that he's supposed to drive, uh, goes up to Paris Hilton and he's like, Hey, are you, is your dad a baker? Cause you got nice buns. And then June tells him off and things happen. Uh huh. Oh, and then when her toenail flies off screen into Cole's mouth, and yeah. you just hear this awful lady art line, hey, my toenail fell off. Hey, my toenail. And then he, he gets the toenail, he freaks out, and jumps, jumps off of the, the boat. He abandons ship. And swims further into the further, ocean. Yeah, and there's just like and this. And he's just like, don't the worry, coast the coast guard will pick him up. Yeah, that'll happen. So then they go pick him up again, and they're like, okay, we have to resort to extreme measures. Him and his friend that live with his mom pick him up, and they're going to do a combination of aversion therapy, which they do wrong, and uh-huh. hypnosis, which they also do wrong. Of course, it's a movie. And it doesn't make any sense. Uh, they do aversion therapy, show him a hot girl, and shock him. Then they show him a picture of the girl. Isn't it a picture of uh, Cristobal? That yeah, I it's yeah, it I is. I don't think it was. Uh-huh. Okay. It was. Oh, you're right. You're right. It is. And, um, they, and then they fucking electroshock him, which why would he say yes to that? He didn't say yes. Oh, they okay. like took him and did this against it his looks will. Like, okay. It looks like, you know, in Men in Black 2, how there's like the, the anti-neuralizer that Kay has to use. Yeah. Like that's in Tony Shalhoub's basement yeah. so that he can <laughs> remember who he was. Yeah. It looks like a combination of that and like a homemade time machine. No, a bit like the in the new Fantastic Four, the particle thing. Yeah. That level of mechanical expertise that's in that movie. Oh, yep. boy. Like a seven-year-old made it. And so they just shock the shit out of him so that he yeah. associates uh, June with uh, Ice hot- cream. With hot uh, space woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then they do hypnosis uh, and they- Way hip- too fast. Like, that is not how hypnosis Yeah, works. No. You can't just go swing watching directions. And then, so they associate, yeah, her with, uh, June with a hot alien woman for yeah. no reason other than yeah, to make, it, make him, like, bizarre and weird and in love with, like, hot- so he he's like later talking to June and he says weird things about her being a hot alien woman from space. Like the Borg was as, as if it's a joke. Yeah. So why they just didn't, you know, take a picture of a attractive looking woman. I don't yeah. Know. And be like, look, this one's a hot. Well, the poster for this movie literally has a picture of the two of them and it says that's hot. 
that's not. Oh, boy. Because the title totally wouldn't give it away or the premise or the marketing or whatever. <sighs> Went out into space and people received in their eyeballs is... So, and what can be described next that happens to Cole Slauson is simply that of a psychotic break. Yes. He literally goes insane. You're my hot, sexy, mink space monster. And I don't I mean to sound ableist you. in saying that. He literally, like, so their their code word is like, you will believe this until we say the keyword, I love... I love midget mimes. Midget mimes. And... Like he's like let, when he and June are walking, he's like, "Oh, intergalactic fornication! Baby. I'm gonna fuck the b- butt and, out of you." And I, I was really upset because like June is just like she's all for it. Like you know, ugly women don't have standards; they're just desperate for anything, and they'll just take a, a guy who is completely batshit insane and talking like a creepy, crazy gross monster man. And so they yeah. go up, and he's like, "Oh, you're," and it's like, "You gotta be kidding me!" And there's like a midget, like a little person, there's a midget mime, mime, yeah, just, just hanging, and out. a little little and girl, little girl goes, goes, just like, like, I, "I love midget mimes. mimes," and then uh, Coastlass is just like, bah, bah, and, and runs, away, runs, away. runs away, screaming, screaming like and a crow, who's totally oh! responsible. For ruining his mental health. Who's totally responsible for ruining his life and mental health. Stays with the women and he's just like, yeah, that guy will be fine. (laughs) He'll figure it out. They should just have panned. Then then the mime, like, he's just like a padded cell. He's like, yeah, he had a bad experience with a midget mime when he was a child. Very sad experience. Yeah, so then the mime like takes June and is Calls like her to the front of the crowd. Then very quickly draws her on a donkey body, and that alone is is just the joke. Everyone thinks is really funny. But yeah, that's a, hey, look, she's not pretty. Which is, like he didn't even do any like mime stuff except that he didn't talk. So then yep. this big strapping young lad, but not the metal band. Though um, it should have been Devin yeah. Townsend just walks in with his skeleton and he's like, yeah. And just no. punches the mime and is just like, whoa! No, yeah, he, he grabs the drawing and he's like, that's mime very ungentlemanly. Punches the mime. Not cool, bro. And yeah, Swiss Tom Jane just comes over and he's like, sad little man push. Yeah, Burp. a sad little man, just like the guy who just pushed over a little person off of a stage. Well, he was being an asshole. Yeah, but pushing someone off of a stage. Someone who is physically clearly very inferior yeah. to you, you just punch him in the face. Right, but he was being an asshole. <laughs> off of the stage. Age, though yeah, it's, it's, still like a, it's like a bit up it's like a stair it's like falling down one stair but he's a little like person a, sky, a skyscraper <laughs> no it's not whoa nope Just it's kidding. not like a banana is like a monster to to I dwarves there had been a banana peel that he had just slipped, slipped on, on like on. Whoop, yes. whoop. like pushes him just whoop. okay maybe not a skyscraper more like a fence no it's not it's not that much they still have bones. Yeah, their bones are the same. I think they can fall from They're the just same shorter. height without. Well, they wouldn't be able to absorb impact as much. Yeah. On their anyway, I'm thinking about this now we way go to too the much. Physics yeah. of little people. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Dem shorties. <laughs> Not like the hip hop shorties. Though apparently, yeah, there's just one just little person, black girl, that all the rappers rave about. Yep. Shout out. Like, her Yelp page is blowing up. Yeah. Unlike mine that got deleted. Oh, yeah. Yours got deleted? Oh. One that gave everyone the shits. Gave me the shits. These deals were so good, it gave me the shits. (laughs) That means that they're great. How do they, uh... 
Like who arbitrates those? I don't know. It just says your this account has been deleted. Oh. The business was probably like gave the shits. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, probably. So Johan is like the best person. He's like with Doctors Without Borders. He's a dentist. Yeah, he's a he dentist. was in the Marines. I prefer- he was on Men's Abs magazine, yeah, which is a thing. Which no. Arno's mom subscribes to and keeps under her bed. So she yeah. can masturbate to it. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, I better get it back to her, but not before I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't do anything. Who? He's just. He's a character. Why is he in this movie? He's no, he's character. just. He's just there to describe people yeah, as backdoor men. That's a backdoor man right there. Like, I don't yeah, he's like, oh, you're trying to go about this from the front door. You're just trying to, you know, get with. Yeah, Johan's hitting on June. That means that he's trying to get with Cristobal. He's tr- going through the back door. So he offers to like through a bunch of exposition bullcrap explains how uh, June can get, you know, all of her nastiness fixed. Like she's got the toenail yeah. thing kind of figured out. There was like a, a zookeeper that gave her a gorilla ointment. Um, <laughs> yeah, that yep, happened. The, yep. Like poultice that's like, oh, a gorilla. Yep. Uh, he offers to like fix her teeth. There was a dent uh, dermatologist that offers to remove her mole. She got laser treatment to remove the hair. She gets women's Rogaine, which I'm pretty sure is just Rogaine. Yep. Um, to regrow her hair. And then she's all pretty. Yep. And then that's the movie. <laughs> I wish that was the movie. Oh. But he's like trying to compete with Johan like they're on a hike and him and June are like, <gasps> which totally is not even a hike. The- it's a walk. They're, they're like they're walking in Southern they're like California. Sand. Yeah. Yeah. They're like going through like a, it looks like a, uh, what are they called? Where are they? A uh, vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! So while Johan's trying to be a backdoor man, uh, yep. which totally doesn't allude to anything dirty, no. anything naughty, naughty. <laughs> we'd like to take this time oh, out yeah. to go to a message for our fundraiser by going and visiting one of our favorites, the Poetry Corner. Poetry Corner. Here on the Poetry Corner, we're... We're raising money to keep the show running. And not walking. Yes. So, what are we doing to raise the money? You give it to us. How do they give us the money? That's the... Call the number. Ratings and advertising. And what's the number? 424444224. It's a lot of fours and twos. Mm -hmm. So... To titillate the listener as to what they get by donating to our show and empire. Our show pyre. Yeah, our show pyre. Not to be confused with a funeral pyre. Uh, We have a special guest poet in the house today. Hello, this is Andrew Von Strassmore. Andrew, welcome to the Poetry Corner. Thank you for having me. And we understand that you wrote an award-winning poem for the New York Times called... I believe it is called Once Upon a Cake's Duel. It is a haiku, as most of my poems are. Called Once Upon a Toadstool, right? Once Upon a Toadstool. Oh, shit, I realize that has six syllables. Wait a minute. No, just hold on. Uh, never mind. Wait, you... Uh, is this part of the poem reading? No, what? No, uh, I'll be right back. 
Okay. Until then, let's uh, have a let's have you read one of your short form poems. All right. Here we go. There once was a man. That's all I've got. <laughs> that's that is my poem for now. That that's it. That's mm. all you have written down. You said that you were it's, always writing down poems. Yep. It's so deep. It touches me on a personal level. I think everyone can relate because there was indeed once a man. <laughs> anyway, are you ready, Andrew? Okay. Okay. There once was a toad. His name wasn't Jode the Toad. And he sat upon... That's all I could fit in, in, in my high cue. High cue? High cue. Do you have a high IQ? High cue? High cue. All right. <laughs> Next time on The Poetry Corner, we learn about limericks with Lucy Lawless. This will be a crazy thing to be writing for time because you give us enough money to fill the boat that sunk in third of money. We need to pay for the child we need to do. Are you drunk, sir? Or are you drunk on poetry? I'm drunk upon poetry. Ah, I see. Word alcohol. Word alcohol? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Couldn't prose also be considered word alcohol? Or is that word water? Oh, all right. And also, coming up next week, we also have returning guest star Lucy Lou playing lacrosse with National Lampoon's Lawyers. This will be very entertaining. Poetry Corner is a co-production of National Public Radio. And me, if we can find the money to give to me. (laughs) And now back to the catastrophe section. Okay, let's bring it in. Um, so, oh man, it's not even that close to being done yet. He no. has, he has a he has a guitar. Johan, take guitar. Play good for people. Sway. Oh, I'm me jealous more. Uh, oh, he he, he tackles him. In what, his night friend's club. advice in impressing the girl is lie, lie your ass off. He's so, so much he's better like, than oh, you. I'm I'm a plane flyer. Oh, I'm a stunt plane flyer. I fly children for in my stunt plane, but not and really then, because. And I then Johan's like, "Wait, you do dangerous stunts with children in the plane?" And he's like, "No, it was a dream. I have this dream." Yeah, and then I wake up, but it was a dream. I have it once about a year. Fucking stupid. Yeah. Yep. So he gets all jealous, and then when they're at a nightclub, uh, Cristobal and. Johan decide to dance sex together. Yeah, they fuck and, dance. Well, they just flash dance, really. And so he's like, Grr, don't let him take off his shirt. Oh, yeah, this is also after the advice scene where it's like, a, how would you describe that? There's not even like a solid line. It's like half shot. It's of, like the, the split screen, but it's like faded in between them. You know, like it's not like so a solid terrible. line. It looks awful. And he's just on, like, taking a shit. Taking a poop. (laughs) You know, because that's all the the marks. That that great toilet scene in Citizen Kane where we discover what Rosebud is. (laughs) Rosebud is my sled. (laughs) Thanks for the spoiler alert. You're welcome. Or the usual suspects. Kaiser, so is a... Kaiser, so what? Get it? Joke! Thank you. You're welcome. Uh... 
things happen. So Cristobal's like, you're so fake. You've been lying. And he has been lying the entire yeah. time. She's like, you're not an athlete. You're not a good athlete. Oh, you're not a worst delivered line ever when she uh, just the first scene outside the club when she's mad at him. I can't many, remember what the line was, but it was the worst delivery I've ever seen. These are the best takes they got. Apparently so. Yeah, but for all of the actors, it's not just her. It's like one take. All right. Well, that felt more natural or that felt more like they're so bad. A movie should not be look this shitty when you have a multimillionaire bankrolling it. Well, it was done in five weeks. Well, the script was probably and the multimillionaire only- bankrolling it thinks uh, very highly of herself. And nah, how could you tell? <laughs> what was your first clue? I want a list. Um, rhetorical. Okay. And that's been an episode of That's Rhetorical with Cameron. <laughs> yep. Next on That's Rhetorical. How many? That's rhetorical. Yep. What? And now back to the contestant. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Jeez, guys. Uh, so we, she's like, uh, uh. So the, the valet pulls up the loser car because... Whoever wrote the script knows that the audience doesn't get subtlety, so they decide to have the loser still be on the car. If he's got so much fucking money, why doesn't he just paint over that? I know. And then... Eh. <laughs> that was gross. Came out of nowhere. Nose. So, okay, let's just say this. Nate is a terrible fucking human being. Yeah, he yep. really is. He, he has, like, a decent friendship with June when he was, like, not trying to you know have the sex like pass her off to like a and he guy really has he no reason to be that in love with uh with christabel besides she's the fact really that pretty. she is hot yeah and she has all these bullshit lines she's like well i kept the yearbook of you and i always looked at it because you were kind of cute or nah. i always thought that we'd be together and huh. and stuff and and also let's talk about the pact so how selfish is it, Glenn? Until you get married, I am swearing off dating, kissing, drinking, or leaving my house. Yeah, that would make me feel like an ass. I'd be like, well, I'll have to go get the equivalent of a green card marriage so that you can do those things now. Thanks for ruining my life. Well, pretty unless much. your marriage is pretty happy, I mean. If it happens to be, then yeah. Well, then it's, you know, it works out for both of us. But I don't think, June, does June know about it? Because if she's like, they seem like really good friends. I don't think she if does. If she knows about it, she would not be okay with it. Like, hey, like, why are you doing that? It's okay. And she says, like, I know my play. Like, she says, you know, which is really sad, is I know where I fit in the world. So it doesn't bother her to see Cristobal, like, happy. Like, yeah, men fondling yeah. over her. She's like, I'm used to it. They've been friends for, since they were kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nate is just this, like, oh, look, I gotta have I'm that. I'm such a good person that I am going to sacrifice my own And Johan basically uh, attacks, like, not attacks, but he goes at the June appearance by, like, I'm a dentist. I'm gonna pay to have her mole removed. And then once the actress gets out of the bad, like, makeup with, like, the mole and the teeth and yeah, she, veneers and stuff. Like the actress is really attractive. Yeah. yeah, and as soon as that happens, he's like, Nate's like, must have you. Yeah. Now so when yeah. they're having, okay, this is how shitty he is. They're having like a legitimate good time, and he asks, like a friend would, "Do you think I still have a chance with Cristobal?" And she's like, "You know, I can put in a good word for you. Our conveniently placed." annual costume party not halloween just an, just an annual costume, costume party just happens. could it they could have just said 
Halloween's coming up. We're having a costume. Yeah. But no. But no. They don't want to make it spooks. Yeah. So they, um, he just starts kissing her for like no reason. Hey, do I still have a chance with your best friend? All right, make out time. Like, and she, he expects her to not be angry with him about it. He's like, me. And then he's like, I don't know why I did that. Then she's angry about that. You don't know why he did. You don't know why you did. Thanks. Dick Wiggler. <laughs> yep. It's because the, she's finally attractive and he's like, eh, the other one won't have me, so I want you now. Like, <laughs> seriously, what a fucking shitty person. Yeah. And at the, okay, so fast forward to the Halloween party where things get real. Johan is now with June and they're going to have the sex that night because June has never had a boyfriend and never been laid. Yeah. And, but then Christabel, Christabel is acting. She's like, she's super drunk. She's dressed in a bride's costume. And she spills like red wine on. And she starts whining and crying. She also like farts out loud. And, and she, she was like, oh, she it like, doesn't smell. I can tell by the way they sound. She can just, she just pours white wine on top of the red wine. It's just like, if I put white wine on it, that'll make it I come out right. Wine, I read it, it somewhere. Out. She's always using She that. reads things somewhere all the time. She's yeah. like, I read somewhere that. Doesn't she say something about like, wow, you seem like really spiritually grown up. Yeah. <sighs> Your spirit is even bigger than Oprah's. Oprah's got a huge spirit. Yeah. Oh my God. And I really like Oprah, but Paris Hilton, if I were Oprah, I would be suing for libel. If Paris Hilton <laughs> even mentioned my name, I'm like, I have my own... <laughs> I've got my own network. I'm going to sue your ass. Like, yeah. Fuck you, lady. You did not just mention me. <laughs> Yeah, mentioning. It's libel. It's like if Rick Santorum mentioned me, I'd be like, all right. That is libel. Yep. Because he's just uh, the biggest human pile of shit. Who is he? Him and Nate would be really good friends. He's a politician. Yeah, Rick Santorum's high school boyfriend really broke his heart, and now he wants to take it out on everybody else. Pretty much. Okay. He deserves to be like drugged and put on like a gay cruise <laughs> for like six weeks. I can imagine him waking up and just going, no, I might enjoy this. And then by the end, he's like having the most fun. He's like, bye, Ricky. Bye, Paul. He's got bye, like, everybody. Ah. He's like, he's like got a dick in his ass. He's like, ding. <laughs> Thumbs up. As he's leaving the cruise. Yeah. There's just a guy walking There's behind There's just a guy him, just, just being like in lockstep. <laughs> And he's like, ding, I'm better now. I have to look more into this politician to understand any of these jokes. <laughs> okay, take um the most conservative person you can think of, like Ted Cruz. And add more hate. And put like 40 degrees more right. And that's Rick's, and Jeez. that's about in the neighborhood of where Rick's. Yeah, he's a pile of literal human shit fuck. <laughs> Worse than Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump just doesn't know how to just speak dumb. like a human. Yeah, yeah, he's just a dumbass. You see, the difference between that is that Donald Trump has been rich for so long, he only knows how to be rich and not yep. talk to people that aren't named Donald Trump or have Donald Trump's best interests at heart. Yeah. He doesn't, he's just an ignorant old fuck. Uh, Rick Santorum hates, like, through Every, and through. Everything. Every bone of his body is just dedicated the to, The one like, thing, the one positive thing you can say about him is he, 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 uh, he believes what he says. Yeah, what he says is all hates. 
Because I don't, I think that if Donald Trump were actually given like, sir, here's like what actually happens with immigration. It's not just, it's all bad. Here's They bring bad. rapists with them. I'm like, what? <laughs> they bring the, come along rapists. Let's go. Like, oh, well. We're Mexicans. We're gonna, let's bring them in. I can't wait for all the raping I'm going to do. Oh boy. White women. Said nobody ever. <laughs> Hey, look at all those unraped white women. Let's go. I'm We're not, immigrants. I'm not going here for work opportunities that aren't available at good rates no in my country. Rape Make sure my children are <laughs> murdered due to crime syndicates. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not going there to get away from cartel violence. I am going to rape. I'm going for that poon that I can <laughs> force. That's that's. What I'm Donald going Trump to suck thinks. on the American p- tax teat. Yep, the two tax, <laughs> the burden of the state. That's gonna be me. That's what everybody wants to be. It's oh like that welfare boy. queen bullshit myth that like yeah. started. I mean, I am a queen. <laughs> <laughs> and back to the <laughs> so she reveals like so she reveals Johan. Is like subtly shitty. He's like, I've been working real hard on getting June to be like all purdy, and now she's gonna be like super grateful because she's gonna get the boner. She's hot, and then we're gonna do it. <laughs> and then, so it turns out it looks like he wasn't going for Paris Hilton this whole time. Yeah, but like, but uh, he wa- he he just wants. He was just like, yeah, I'll have sex with her, and then we'll be done. Which I mean, fair and I mean, whatever. Yeah, he he. I think it's more of a. Cause he's like not even a sh- he's like not a shitty person. He's not as shitty of a person as Nate is. Nate's like an, yeah, like the re- the problem that I have with him saying she'll be grateful is the reason. Well, yeah, like he like the entitlement of like yeah, I'm so cool and handsome. Any ugly girl would just be so happy I'm to just so be laid by hot. me. Look at my abs. I was on men's abs. You I look like the guy penis. that played the Punisher if he was blonde. It was a shitty movie. Yeah, and so pulling out of the fight repertoire. Yeah, pulling Nate, out. Thank you. Joke. Nate tackles him again. Uh-huh. Again, yeah, yeah. Nate tackles people more in this than tackless. like a pro football. It's game. like in Knocked Up, where uh, Seth Rogen's character can only do the dice dance, where he's like rolling the dice. Oh, and yeah. that. he's like, "That's the only move I got is the dice." That's Nate's tackling move is exactly yeah. that same thing. Problems must tackle. <laughs> Don't like this, man. <laughs> Like uh, when they're walking on the mountain or when they're they're going on like the hike walk thing, dude starts taking off his shirt and he just fucking tackles him to the ground. He's like, there was a scorpion, scorpion on your back. Yeah, because you can't let him take his shirt off. Otherwise, but all women everywhere in the immediate And if he does take his shirt immediately off, lose control of themselves they and just immediately up. just like fist their vaginas and be like, I'm yeah, ready Yeah, that's for how that works. I'm ready for you, honey. He actually says if he does take his shirt off, poke the women's eyes out. He does. What is this, that. a Three Stooges sketch? Like, I'm sorry, I had to blind you temporarily. Yeah, here. what if he's just like, here, have these flash bombs, just in case he takes his shirt off, just pew. It should just be like a smoke grenade, like, psh. Yeah, because he's a ninja. Yeah. Ninja 3. The Domination. The Expedition. No, The Domination. It's an actual movie, and it's fantastic. Oh, boy. Watch the first minutes of that movie. He attacks people on a golf course and shoots a dart into a handgun, which explodes in a guy's hand. It's amazing. And then, I don't think... So, 
He works for Doctors Without Borders, but I prefer Doctors With Borders. They're like, well, I'm not leaving this state. Yeah, I'm like, I can't touch there. I got I got it. They're like, I have this thing in my shoulder. Nope, can't touch you there. Sorry, Personal can't, boundaries. Can't, I got. I got. Do it. I'm a doctor with borders. I, I got borders. <laughs> <laughs> I own one of the former chain bookstores known as Borders. Yeah, <laughs> Doctors With Borders. I've got one. I kept it yeah. open. I just and then when it. this other doctor from Harvard. That also went with Johan there, bought Barnes and Noble. That's when they established Doctors Without Borders. Yeah. Because yeah. borders went under. Exactly. Because joke. Joke! Doctors with borders no longer. Uh huh. Formerly known as with borders. <laughs> Formerly knows that, known as with borders. <laughs> it's just a symbol like Prince. Like, oh, yeah. well, I can't record anything under that, so I'll just be like a circle with a heart no, inside of it. It's like a like, little, it's like a P underlined with like a, a shit. A shit? What does a shit look like exactly? Oh, you know. No, I don't. Please tell me. And then more. there's like a frog floating around it, like hovering, like oh. rotating, orbit, oh boy. orbiting the pee. Great. Yeah, that's my symbol. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I, I don't remember. She's like, no guy is ever going to run and be out of breath for me. Like in that movie, the notebook where the notebook runs and is out of breath and gives me the, the yeah, the guy's talk. name is the Notebook. No, it's just a notebook. I thought the Ryan Gosling voiced and played. No, I prefer if Ryan hey, Gosling's notebook. name was, was notebook. Hey, no, my name is the notebook. I'm not a notebook. I'm the, notebook. I'm the notebook. Oh, we need to write metal songs about romantic comedies. <laughs> 50, 50 first dates. And <laughs> you the- forgot every night. <laughs> the wedding singer. So oh. no. When Harry met Sally. Just in her hair. That's something about Mary. Or whatever. Something about Mary. I'll have some- what she's having. I will have what she's having. What's that? Is that from? I can't from? remember which one that is. It's the one where she's like making the f- fake the sex, sex noises noise. because she's like, all the women can fake the sex happy. And then know. she does it. Oh, in is the that exact dialogue? <laughs> it sure is. Man, I need to write movies. You need to be a script paramedic. <laughs> I do need to be a script paramedic. It's dying. John Lovins. We're losing it. Paramedic. Everybody look up his. Everybody look up trend and friend. It's terrifyingly great. All right, let's wrap this up. I'm losing. I'm yeah. Losing yeah. What, what? You got two more episodes to go today. I know. Two more movies and episodes. So she's I like, know. He, he's like, you said that you would be grateful. And she's like, I am grateful. But I feel like the line should have been like, no, not that type of grateful. He presumes that since not you like were unattractive, grateful. you would lower your standards and be more willing to have sex with well, him. Well, apparently he's the perfect human. Well, apparently, <laughs> but he refuses to have sex with Paris Hilton. Who she she asks him to pick an outfit from her like lingerie closet that she has. Yeah. She's like, "Look at my fuck equipment. Want to want me my to fuck wear equipment? One? My fuck equipment." And he's like, "That one gives me boners." And she's like, "All right, I'll put it on." You have Oral good taste. hot dog. <laughs> I wish I wish sex dialogue was more like that. Like, I, hey. That's you have boobs. <laughs> oh, and she's like, "Yep, sure do." You should write porno scripts. I should. And yeah, really. It'll be, it'll be like, "Hey, what about these? They make my butt look like you know a uh, butt aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetic." And butt. he's like, "They sure do." And that we have the same voice. It's gonna be hot when we fuck. And she's like, "We have the same." Voice. Yep. 
it'll be hot. Uh, it'll just sound like, ah, but like times two, because we both sound the same. And then he'll be like, well, let's start with the sex now. And she'll we'll be, be like, able to start oh, boy. Oral orgasm is the... Who's having the more fuck? Ah! Oh! Oh! Oh, oh boy, my uh, genitals! My genitals! Said nobody ever... <laughs> That's my my that's my fuck noises. Maybe that's why you never get laid that's more probably, than once by the same oh, person. Oh my genitalia! Oh, oh boy! I'm finishing at the climax. Oh, things are happening with my body parts. Oh boy! You could not even be having sex and <laughs> describe your <laughs> what's happening like that. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Oh, like you're in an MRI. Yeah. Oh, they're radioactivating my butt or something. It's not just. I don't know what the MRI does. It's a Look. magnetic resonance imaging. Sure. Imaging? Techno science. Imaging. Techno science. Ring of imagery. Techno science. That just reminded <laughs> me of uh, that new Tarsum movie. Catastrophe section. <laughs> so they get together. He goes to the pier where she had said that she likes to go when nobody and else is there. Um, and where Johan said he liked to go with crowds and other people. Yeah. He's like, I like you. I'm a shitty human being, but you should look past that. She's like, okay, I guess I'll settle for you. Make out end. Have the boner. Thank goodness. How it's much over. fucking terrible alt rock is. I know. Over? Oh like, my God. Outside of the context of this movie, I might actually listen to some of that stuff if I it sure was on wouldn't. the radio. Sure wouldn't. But in the context of this movie, it's like, Awful. what What royalties are the lowest that we would have to pay to get this song in our movie? It's just, it's just all the songs are like, girls. Like, that's like the alt rocky early aughts kind of bullshit music that I fucking hate so bad. Just, just shit. Okay, verdicts. Does this belong in the catastrophe section? I think it does, and I'm the only one here. You guys fucking hated it. Nope. I kind of enjoyed it. I hated it. This no, was an yeah. atrocity. I, I enjoyed it. All copies should how be bad burned. Send them to us. We will destroy them and film it. It, but okay, Man, yeah. It's Let just... me make my case. <laughs> Please don't. I think this is the I worst will. movie I've ever seen. Yeah, and really? Yeah, the oh, worst I will ditto movie. that. It like, was more enjoyable than Birdemic other has higher stakes than this movie. Yeah, well, yeah. That's kind of why I liked it. It's just like he's gonna have the sex. Like, oh no, she's like nobody gives a fuck. It's that's just, why I like it in like an avant-garde shitty way, where it's just like, and then he goes, and then the girl's like, nope, and then he's like, what about her? And it's like, oh, all right, what about you? Will you do me? No. Will you do me? No. Sure. All right. All right. When happy ending. That's kind of why I like it. It's low stakes and absurd. No, if you want to watch that, you should watch Peep Show. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's actually funny. It is hilarious. Probably. We'll get to that later. I still enjoyed it a little bit in a sadistic kind yeah. of way. No, yeah. I. This is so It was bad. probably just heightened because of how much you guys hated it. <laughs> but I was kind of like, this is great with how garbage it is. I enjoyed it. I shouldn't have, but I really did. It seems to me did. that the more other people dislike things, the more you like them. And I think and so. Like, said, you the, just more, have, the more other people like things, the more you just don't care. You just I have cinematic sh shot in Freud, Aaron. You're like, I yeah, do, yeah. Other people suffer you while this. had to watch this. Yeah. And I, I was there, and I always saw that happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I Aaron. I don't know. It was just, uh, it was, the absurdity was, it was good. It was terrible. Okay. I know. We vote 
that it doesn't belong. You vote that it does belong. Yep. Split decision. Doesn't happen often. Anyway, what percentage does this movie have Four. on Rotten Tomatoes? Four. Glenn. Uh, I can see the screen, but I, w- I would have guessed. So under 10 for critics and around 30 for because it generally seems the, the the public audience is 20 above the critics. And so I would guess yeah. 10 and 10 and 30. It's a rare case where the critics are like really high and the audience is really low. What? Yeah. And those I find those movies really good, but those are like uh-huh. kind of art films. Yeah. They're just not crowd pleasers. Yeah. Like upstream color or something like that. Or big dick fuck fun. Uh, well, that's going to be reviewed next week on the porner. So yeah. let's not give that away. <laughs> big. <laughs> Yep. You should have a porn review show. What we, is we that? Do. Big dick fuck farm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so many consonants. <laughs> big dick fuck farm. Ding. <laughs> Welcome down to the big dick fuck farm. We got bum, big bum, dicks bum, bum, and we're going to fuck them and this is a farm. What are bum, you going bum, to fuck? Bum, 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 the farm. The big dicks. No, they're fucking the farm. Or do you have the big dicks? Are you fucking the farm or the animals? No, just the farm. We grow big dicks. People come here for the fucking of them. Oh. Yeah. People that... <laughs> Deliverance. I'm gonna make you squeal, I'm gonna make you squeal, dick plant. That's not squealing. Big dick. Okay, fuck so fun. Aaron, Aaron was right. It does have a four percent. Yeah, you're spot awesome. on. Four percent. It has Damn. three fresh and sixty-four rotten. Ooh, I want to hear consen- those fresh reviews. The consensus is the hottie and the naughty is a crass, predictable, and ineptly staged gross-out comedy that yep. serves little purpose beyond existing as another monument to Paris Hilton's vanity. That's yes, why I liked it. Yes, that's that's like the main reason I liked it. It's it, it's. Cause it's it seems like Paris Hilton's just like look how hot I am, and to contrast to, to make me look even hotter, look at this fucking troll woman. Like, and she's not a troll woman. No, they just put not. all this shit on her. I know, but it just feels like Paris Hilton's like she needs to be a monster. She needs. Have you seen Swamp Thing? She needs to look like that. Like, <laughs> that's why I like it. I don't know. Swamp Thing's pretty attractive. Swamp Thing's fucking metal. Let's. We know this. I can't wait for the gritty reboot of this movie. Oh, yeah. And she's actually like a bog monster that fuck murders things. Fuck murders? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so the audience, uh, 31% liked it. So Glenn what? was pretty on with that. 31. Average rating of 2.6 out of 5 out of 12,772 reviews. If the average is 2.6, that's not 30. Like, that's... Ugh. I think it's like 2.5 and over. Like yeah, no, it is for fresh. good on that. Yeah, it's just yeah. ooh, I like this one from Dave David Jenkins of Time Out says a stark yet comforting reminder that cold hard cash is no substitute for cold hard talent. <laughs> the hottie and the naughty is an ex execrable Z grade eugenics parable moonlighting as a sexy disposable date movie. It does kind of have a eugenics thing. Yeah. 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 June has like the genetically superior left the genetically inferiors behind. Yeah. It's like Gattaca, but without any of like the poetry, the good filmmaking, the acting or the yelling of the Gattaca. That's all I know about Gattaca is that people go Gattaca. No, that's Attica. That's a, prison in new york that oh. had a riot during this uh, atticus finch atticus yeah they just yell the name of a popular character from fiction that they ruined apparently not in the movie the movie's great no no no. in 
the new book that came out. Oh, really? There's a new book? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She had another one she, in her... They, she was like forced by publishers and it's just like, Atticus Finch fucking hates Negroes now. Like it Really? No, nah, it doesn't really say that, but he he's just like a shitty person in the second book, that's I guess. That's one of the things I that know. I really liked about Harper Lee is that she was like, I wrote one masterpiece. Yeah. Done. I never need any money. Yeah. But now, but I think someone made her do it or something. I don't know. Or maybe she died. I don't know if she's dead. No, she's still alive. I think probably anyway. So the three fresh reviews, the first one yes, is please. Dustin Putman of the film who writes at the risk Wait, of going file.com is wrote written fresh reviews of bad movies before. I think probably. I've heard, we've heard from probably probably. Uh, at the risk of going against the obvious, it's cool to hate Hilton popular majority. It should be state. Stated up front that the hottie and the naughty isn't half bad. N- no, it's all bad. He's right. It's all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a glass part empty. No, it's a all empty part empty. I don't know what the optimist thing would be. Yeah. It's full, but of air, not of a glass. Zero percent full. Point <laughs> zero 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 one percent full. Just like Paris Hilton. Ah. <laughs> Joke. Eric Cohn of the New York Press writes, I wouldn't say it's particularly good, <laughs> but certain measured elements of the genre create oh something God. surprisingly passable. I really hate those reviews I that know, are like, this isn't it. good, but I'm going to give it a good rating. It's and not he, for he some it to the genre. Like, yeah. you can't just be like, well, if you put it in the genre, if you put on your genre goggles, you can clearly see that this is, it, it's all right. If you put on your rose-tinted glasses, everything looks okay. Even with your rose-tinted glasses, this would not be good. It's like shit. It almost makes glasses. it worse. Probably. Finally, Edward Douglas of ComingSoon.net wrote, It's Gross. hard to fault the filmmakers because given the premise, it could have been much, much worse. Oh my gosh, that's um, not a good review. 6.5 no, out of 10. What? Ah, oh, Jesus. I guess it's it's barely positive. It could have been worse? <laughs> yeah, it's like it can't... This, Yeah, given the premise of the movie, this could have been much worse. I have to justify my suffering, so at least I made it out alive. I watched it. It's not a good review. Not at all. Can we hear the... Burp? All right, thank you. So, how much did this movie cost to make, Aaron? Uh, Four million. Higher. Ten, Ten million. Nine million. Jeez. Huh. According to Wikipedia, anyway. How did? How much did it make? Uh, four million. <laughs> no, no, no. Less. Two hundred. Yes. More. Okay. <laughs> one million. It made globally one million five hundred ninety-six thousand two hundred and thirty-two dollars. One point five. It only made twenty-seven thousand six hundred ninety-six dollars in wow. one hundred and eleven theaters back in two thousand eight. Damn. Man. And this movie was made in two thousand eight. This movie looks like it's from the late nineties. Sure does. There's people using pay, pay phones. phones. Like, yep. There's pay phones in it. I don't even think I see a cell phone in it. No, there's. Well, there and the phone it. that like Arno uses from the toilet is like it's an eighties like, one because he's like everything's like, the same. Yeah, it's like an eighties headset. Like one of those like, yeah. What the first like wireless house Some, phone? Someone you could a thing a phone you could beat someone to death with. Like four people. This movie made almost a million dollars in Russia. <laughs> Why? Nine hundred seventy thousand. Russia likes Paris Hilton, or they like ugly people. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not Russian. <laughs> to the theater to see the movie. I get the, the drink. I think just Paris Paris Hilton kind of conforms to the Russian ideal of beauty. 
Yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, opening on February 8th, 2008, the hottie and the naughty grossed $9,000 on opening day. $9,000. And it went on to earn... How much money was spent on marketing, Jesus. I wonder? Probably nothing, because I never heard about it. Uh, and it went on to earn $27,696 on the opening weekend, each theater averaging $249 per screen. Wow. Which is catastrophically low. Yep, that sure is. is. It's not even worth like putting up the movie. Yeah, assuming that like each theater, for the sake of argument, has like a hundred and fifty to two hundred seats. Two hundred fifty dollars is like twenty six. Like it says here that there was like estimated to be twenty eight people yeah, in two thousand eight. In two thousand eight, it was like what seven bucks a movie. It's like seven twenty five, seven yeah, something like that. Like an hour of minimum wage labor, basically. Yeah. So, and Boy, it, is that gone up? Yeah. So for its release in the United Kingdom, the film was advertised as the number one film with small print revealing it's being number one on the internet movie databases, bottom 100. Uh, that's fantastic. The film opened at number 32 and grossed $34,231.28. That's amazing. So I want to read a bit more about the critical response because there is some pretty good stuff here. All right. Um, IGN gave it a zero star review noting yes. that the film presents a problem because there are just no words to adequately adequately to express how clumsy trite and deeply offensive it is to yep. s- from start to finish <laughs> sure is Rolling Stone critic Peter Travers uh, gave it a half star rating saying it was because it takes gut guts or gross dimwittedness for Hilton to appear on screen again after House of Wax <laughs> fair enough Nathan Lee of the Village Voice wrote Called it crass, shrill, disingenuous, tawdry, mean-spirited, vulgar, boring, slapdash, half-assed, and very, very unfunny. (laughs) All things that I can agree with. Very true. Oh, this is great. Online film critic James Berardinelli described the film's comedy as about as funny as the anal rape scene in The War Zone. The War Zone? I don't know. It must be something. I heard about it. Okay, that's ridiculous. Uh, Yeah, not funny. Yeah. Richard Roper called the film excruciatingly, painfully, horribly, terribly awful and (laughs) argued that nobody in this movie really should have a career in movies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the BBC reviewer Mark Kermode called it a fascistic eugenic tract. It's disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Connie Ogle on the Miami Herald wrote, imagine the worst movie you've ever seen. Got it? Now try to think of something worse. That something is this movie. Yep. Wretched, embarrassing, and a waste of time and energy for everyone involved. Sure is. News, British newspaper The People called it the worst movie ever made. Yep. Uh, and finally, I agree. I agree. Uh, Joe Anderson of Newsday, while panning the film, was one of a handful of critics to see some merit in it. He gave it two out of four stars, saying, The hottie and the naughty is no worse in many ways than a lot of teen-centric comedies, which generally appeal to their audience through cruelty and vulgarity. This was not fun, funny vulgarity or joke-written vulgarity. This was just out-and-out body horror vulgarity. Yeah, and like... Again, that's not a good he he seems like he's giving a good review, but it's not a good review. It's like, hey, it's just as bad as all the other shit. But if all the other shit is shit and deserves zero stars, then this also deserves zero stars. So currently this movie is on the bottom 100 still. It's number 10 on IMDb's. I think it still deserves number one. Worst. What is number one? Uh, Let me look. 
I think I know what but it is. But in the meantime, let me pull up. Uh, this movie was nominated for some Razzies, gentlemen. Naturally. What was it nominated? All the Razzies. Yeah, it probably won, like, all of them. Okay. Like, yeah, bad acting, worst screenplay, worst director. Um... Trying to think what else. Ooh, there's uh, some visual good stuff effects. Here. Like biggest shit. Uh, to answer Aaron's question, uh, Jurassic Shark is currently the number one. <laughs> we have Jurassic one Shark. One hundred. We'll yes. have to check that out. Number two is Saving Christmas. Oh yeah, we need to watch that. I think I've seen it. It's the new Kirk Cameron movie. Oh, then no, I haven't. Okay, so director it's Tom Putnam and Putnam. writer Putnam in his place. Ah, if, he's, if he wasn't there before, he's sure there now. Oh boy. Um, so, uh, what movie? What categories was this nominated for? Razzie wise, when it came out, actress for Hilton. Yes, she's terrible. One, it um, won that one. It deserved it because she just kind of went. Yeah, Any others? This is the worst. Uh, director, screen. screenplay. I don't know what all the uh, the categories Actor, are. Worst overall everything. Yeah, just worst film. Okay, it was in two thousand nine when it came out. Worst actress won by Paris Hilton. Worst screen couple: Paris Hilton, Christine Lakin, and Joel David Moore. And it's it says Paris Hilton and either Christine Lakin or Joel yeah. David Moore. It got nominated for worst picture, worst director, and worst screenplay. In the 2010 Razzies, it won worst actress of the decade for Paris Hilton for yeah. this House oh of Wax God. and Repo the Genetic Opera. Wait, I thought she was good in Repo. I never seen it, but it's I've been right. told it's good. It's, eh. it's a decent film, but she's in so little of it that she doesn't really make much of an impact. Oh, okay, eh. and it was nominated. It was nominated for five. She was nominated for five achievements in the aughts and won four of them. So, and most notably, uh, the Women Film Critics Circle Awards, which is like uh, an organization, like film critics circle of only women that discuss like feminist, feminist issues, issues and films. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it won the WFCC award for the hall of shame. Yeah. And it, it says, quote, it deserved it. The female world, according to Paris and existing only inside Hilton's head that standing deliberately beside every gorgeous and irresistible babe is a total female dog sporting acne, rotting teeth, hairy bod and furry toes. Yep. Oh, and it also, was nominated for the trashiest trailer by the Golden Trailer this is like, Awards. This is like more misogynic, misogynistic, and uh, like women shaming than freaking uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Yeah, well, it Hell really comes, is. Hell Comes to Frogtown was like, look how silly this is. Well, it wasn't yeah, like a, and I guess there's not there's not a whole lot of women shaming, but it was definitely yeah. uh, misogynistic. But you have this one is like me. this is like more. Yeah, they're more like bro centric. Like, we're gonna go to the party and get lit and get hey, the man, alcohol. Like, American Pie is less demeaning than this yeah. movie is. It's <sighs> every character is just like, look at those vaginas we have to go and get. And it's like the new Fantastic Four. Those people at least had characteristics. These, yeah, aren't even characters. They're just they're defined entirely by who they, they are trying to, to sleep with. with. Yes. Yep. Which is totally grounds for a great comedy oh or film. Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, well, that concludes this. Moving into our final segment, what's on our radar this week? Aaron, what is on your radar this week? Well, i got to spread out my radars because we're doing three episodes in one day because of the Catastrothon. Catastrothon. So um, I'm going to recommend right now House of Cosby's. Um, it's the guys who did Rick and Morty. They, it was a little, uh, a bunch of short animations they did about a, 
this was before all the rape allegations, but they where a Cosby fan uh, clones Bill Cosby, and each one has like a different like specific characteristic. Like there's like the dwarves from Snow White. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, sleepy but ev- Cosby, ex- grum- uh, angry Cosby, exactly. Curiosity Cosby, <laughs> shit like that. And then every ten is like a super Cosby with like super like tenth is like data how, analysis Cosby. How many are there? Uh, at the, by the end of this, they were gonna get to the hundredth hundred Cosby's because he starts building like a compound for all of them with like an army of Cosby's. Yeah, it's oh. fucking crazy. I love it. I'll so that's, that it's out. on. It's there's there's five episodes. Only four of them are real episodes because I got a cease and desist from Cosby Place. Cosby. All, all the Cosby peeps were yeah, like, yeah, because hey, that's don't the do that. worst thing I know, that's right? ever been said about Bill Cosby. <laughs> it's like, hey, there's a Cosby fan and he wanted more Cosby's in the world, and that's it. It's not like they're terrible people, but then there's like a Cosbyette that he, that the main character Cosbyette that the main main character marries. It's weird, man. It's by the guys who did Rick and Morty. There's, it's maybe is it is it animated? Yeah. Okay. It's like maybe twenty four minutes total, like all four episodes, and then the fifth episode is just the lawyer that did this sucks a lot of dicks. Like the fifth the fifth episode is just spite towards the lawyer, <laughs> which is pretty fun. It's entertaining, but it's not it's not like an actual episode. So. Yeah. Watch that. It's pretty great. It's basically a bunch of comedians going zip zap zoopity on the Cosby. Like it's just uh, you. There's so many rudies in it. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's great. How much Jello is there though? There's a lot of Jello talk. Let's talk Jello. Yep. <laughs> Jello top. Uh, you you know when I make Jello, I put quaaludes in it. <laughs> just totally consensual Jello. Consensual. Ooh. Oh God, rape! <laughs> I'm a rapist. Yes, you are, uh, Glenn. What's on your radar this week? Um, so I'll start with a couple of video games. The new XCOM game has been announced. I'm super excited. XCOM and yeah. the Unknown is my favorite game, and so yeah. this this next sequel looks even better. Um, they added like a stealth mechanic. I'm very excited about it. Also, this war of mine, it's kind of an art game. Uh, I, I, I call it it by the nickname, the sad Sims. You're basically the Sims in a war torn, a civil war torn, uh, country trying to survive. You have to make moral decisions. Like, should I kill these old people and take their stuff? Um, and I've tried doing it both ways and both suck. I, you can't, you can steal people steal people's stuff and whatnot and then get depressed and want to kill yourself or you can not steal their stuff and die of starvation. Yeah, pretty much. So that's a fun game. Oh boy. Um, as far as movie and TVs, uh, I, TVs, TV shows, TVs, you know, multiple TVs. Yeah, I don't know. I like LG brand TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've already, um, Sony's. Yeah, plugged uh, man seeking woman. Very oh, funny yeah. uh, comedy about you know dating in the modern world. It's great. Um, Peep show. Another. It's a British comedy. Two roommates that are super awkward and weird, trying to get laid. Mainly, uh, very very funny. And the Ip Man. Um, Ip Man. Uh, movie series. It's about Winshu Kung Fu. The Ip Man is actually the man who, um, the Chinese man who popularized Winshun and taught, uh, he was Bruce Lee's master. The first two movies are really good. The sec- the third one, not as good, but the first two are definitely worth a shot. Uh, watch. Yeah. Do oh, that. There's a, I can't remember the name of the movie. There's a movie about Russian and German snipers. There's a Russian sniper. It's uh, Jude Law. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Enemy of the, the Gates. 
Yeah, that's the yep. one. It's really good. It is. It's the first movie I've ever seen with Russians as well, not ever, but it's the Russians are the good guy, and I'm very yep. happy about it. And then that that happens. Yeah. What about it's True Detective? Mos- it's mo- oh yeah, True. De- well, I figured you'd plug that. It's basically I already plugged it. Ba- so. Basically, Mosin Nagant versus K ninety eight Mauser the yep. movie. <laughs> but obviously, the K ninety eight was a terrible weapon for sniping because they had to add like forty billion different attachments. Yeah. And shit. It was a shitty anyway. Yep. <laughs> Fucking uh, Samahaya, the White Death, used a Mosin Nagant. Yeah, and he used iron sights and put snow in his mouth. Anyway, read read about the White Death. He's a fucking the most metal man He's in the existence. Badass of badasses. There's also another dude from Finland during during. Uh, he wasn't part of the Winter War. Samo was just part of the Winter War because he got shot through the face. Yeah. So he didn't take part during the continuation war, and then I forget what the war kicking out the Germans they called. I think it might have just been part of the continuation war. Anyway, I know a lot about Finnish World War II history because they're fucking kick, kick the shit they're out of everybody. Badass, yeah, they're fucking great. <laughs> anyway, but there was another dude that was like after after the. They should make a movie about the White Death. That would be. Like, I know that would be the most badass. Be the fucking coolest. well, it might also it be, be better than American Sniper. Watching him sit there all day, lining up shots. To no, get no, no, two no, guys. no, no. It would be awesome because of the the. The Russian countermeasures for him. Yeah, carpet bomb the whole area. Get, Damn it, we didn't get him. To get one guy, they're just like, <laughs> see those eight artillery guns? Fire everywhere. Like, <laughs> it was great. Man. That dude is awesome. And and when they got close, he's just like, meh, Pepesha, you're dead. Huh. Anyway, I love that. That He's he's cool. Yep. Uh, so what's on my radar this week? Just two Nobody things. asked. <laughs> hey, Cameron, what's is on your radar? Randy Savage in Oh, here? yeah, brother, you don't get to plug nothing. <laughs> Not even my snap uh, into a plug, Jim. Is that a thing? I don't know. Is it like hair plugs? I'm gonna punch in the places with my arms. Oh well, then I better get to the gym. <sighs> Good work. It like, reverse psychology. There. What's on your radar, brother? Well, the new season of Children's Hospital is available on Amazon, and I watched it all, and okay. it was great. That show is very absurd. Awesome. And it's awesome. I've been meaning to check out the uh, Netflix series Wet Hot American Summer, the first day of camp, which I, hear I watched, is supposed I, to be astounding. I, yeah. I watched like a couple seconds of the first episode, but we had we had to stop because we were doing some else but it looked really funny i haven't yeah. seen the movie Nor so i want to watch Neither the movie I. first and then because they're playing older actors just but now they're playing like they're 16 so yeah. it's like an absurd element um so i really like that like david wayne michael showalter sort of sensibility yeah. that hasn't been around in a while uh and also the new movie the gift uh written and directed by joel edgerton produced by jason blum probably the best film that they've ever produced it has jason bateman who moves back to los angeles and meets uh like runs into a high school friend and they have like this sordid past and he keeps bringing these gifts to their house and like that are just seemingly harmless but then like all these secrets from the past get dredged up and it's just like this a movie of like pure suspense. It takes a lot from Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give away too much, but it's just a very, very unexpectedly astounding movie. So go, go see, see that. that. It was made for only like $5 million, but it was, it had me on the edge of my seat for the entirety. So yeah. Aaron, what are we reviewing next? Next, we're starting sequel September, which will sequel September, since this is going to come out at the end of August in a while. I don't know. I don't remember when it's actually going to come out, but after, two weeks after that, we're starting sequel September, which is a new thing that I love the idea behind. And I it's, we just kind of came up it's with it. Torturous, like this, like today, the catastrophon is torturous for us. So it's going to be good. So we're reviewing movies that we haven't seen the first one mm-hmm. or the second one or whatever. So 
Uh, next episode, we're doing Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London. Da-da-da. So obviously, Cameron and I haven't seen the first one, so we're going straight to the second one. We're going to try and figure out what the fuck's going on. It's going to be good. Probably something with Hillary Duff, I don't know, young teen bullshit. Something like that. Something terrible. It's going to be fun. So, yeah. And then uh, uh, that. Frankie Mucus. Yep. Outro. This movie does not belong in the catastrophe section. This movie does not Worst Catastrophon is brought to you by me because I Before we go, I'm going to meet you with Pelham. It's called Bring Me Money. Verse 1. This is part of the poem, by the way. Verse 1. Once ago, I had money. Now I do not. Bring me some. I'm out. Razzabus is going to give me money. And for Razzabus, except from the Paris recorders. Good night and give me money, beep.